0: testing one two three is this thing on hey guys i'm your host harlan today's episode is about being a good daddy and my parents rock happy father's day to all the daddies make sure you listen till the end welcome to the fools in love podcast hi i'm brandon
1: and i'm megan
0: and we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything.
1: Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome
0: Welcome to to the the Fools in In Love podcast. Podcast. Well, hello out there, welcome back to another episode, and we are fresh off of our Father's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And it got me reflecting a little bit on Father's Day, and on just dads in general. And I thought it'd be a perfect way to talk about dads and just talk about the importance of dads because I think so often when you look at the world, we we really hold moms at a very high level. We're always talking about moms. Like when it comes to Mother's Day, when it comes to anything to do with mom, we're, we're very much aware of that. We're always trying to be full in on that. And don't get me wrong. I believe moms deserve all the praise in the world. Our moms are amazing and we love them, love them, love them. But I think dads often get forgotten in this because when it comes to Father's Day or it becomes really anything to do with dad, it's like we just don't seem to give as much attention to that.
1: That's that's true. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I think that just as a culture, and maybe this is different outside of outside of the U.S., I'm not sure, but I do feel like we're all about mom, which is great because I am a mom, but also we do tend to forget about dad. I mean, not that we're not celebrating Father's Day or anything, but just dad's kind of just this sidekick to mom in our society. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. And and dad always seems like just like the forgotten thing like you said. In popular culture, you look at dads and frankly, if it's if it's anything like we're seeing on most shows, like dad's a bumbling idiot.
1: Yeah. And dads don't actually get a free pass.
0: That is true. And that's our first point today. Dads don't get a free pass. I mean, I know a lot of times it's looked at like Megan was saying, like dad's just another one of the kids. And you'll see a lot of times on social media, or you hear people talking, and you're like, oh, dad's, you know, dad's babysitting the kids today. And it's like, dad is not babysitting the kids. Those are dad's kids.
1: Right. Those two things, it's so funny you say that because those two things drive me insane when I see them on social media. Like when people refer, if they have two kids and they refer to their husband as their third kid, or their, you know, husband was so gracious to babysit the kids. No, those are his kids too. What are we talking about? Those are his children. He should be watching them whenever you need him to. But those two things really do work me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But but the idea is, I mean, when you look at, like, again, when you look out into the world, men are often portrayed as helpless, ignorant, uh, and they can't really be in charge of anything because if they are, then every single thing is going to go wrong.
1: Oh, let's talk about the movies. Let's talk about the movies built on that very, very subject. How many times have you watched a movie where mom goes away and just the whole household cannot run? I mean, Cheaper by the Dozen, I think, is one from, from a long time ago, but it just seems like every single time dad's left in charge, there is complete chaos and the whole family falls apart until mom walks back in that door.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, when we see that and it's portrayed to us, whether it's through social media, whether it's through popular culture, movies, etc., you really can adopt that mindset in your head, whether you are the man in the relationship or the dad or whether you're a wife or a spouse, you can really take that in and it can affect how you position yourself in your family and portray yourself to the world. And I think many people live off this old way of thinking where men should not have to be responsible for anything in the home. Like, you know, the home is the woman's domain. You know, the man's out earning the bacon. I'm being very stereotypical here, but that's okay because that is how we're looking at it for men versus women. And men versus women also have different concepts and ideas about how they view the home. And I see more often than not with the people I interact with, and around looking around on social media where the men are responsible for going out and working. But then after that, when they get home, you know, the kids, that's that's mom's domain. The house, the cooking, that's mom's domain.
1: Oh, for sure. And the funny thing is that even though mom's been working all day doing a heck of a lot more probably than dad, quite honestly, I don't know because I don't stay home, but point is I feel like mom has been working just as hard if not harder than dad and then dad comes home and gets to do whatever he does like whatever he wants to do is just totally cool and I know that's again Brandon said like this is totally stereotypical but it is and I've actually had people like women say oh my gosh I can't believe how much Brandon does how did you ever get him to do that and comments like that are just so crazy to me because it's just how we live our life I didn't get him to do anything It's just that he knows he's a part of our household. He knows he's our, you know, the dad to our kids and he's going to do those things.
0: Yeah, it is. It is pretty comical because, again, we all we look at it as if like the man isn't responsible for that. But I would argue that men should be helping out in the home and men should be an equal part in raising the kids and doing dishes and washing laundry and changing diapers and making food. Women, if you are listening, have your man listen to this episode and I'm okay to say it because it wasn't always that way for me. Like early on in our relationship, I wasn't there and I didn't show up and I bought into these stereotypes, but you know what I realized? They're a bunch of garbage. Men should be equally responsible in the home and it isn't accepted. Like Meg said, it's not something where they're like, oh, how did you train him to do that? It's not about training. It's about being an equal partner in a relationship. And I don't believe men should get a free pass like they do. Dad doesn't get to go out and work all day. And if you're, let's say you're in a home where both the husband and the wife are out working, which I think most households are, then what gives the dad a free pass to come home and play video games or watch sports and leave all the rest to his wife when she's been working all day? Or let's take it back to the other scenario if you have a stay-at-home mom, mom has been rearing those kids all day long. Mama so mama needs a break <laughs> when she gets home when, or when the, her spouse gets home. And it's not a time to just check out because you've been stressed out all day. You have to be conscious of your partner, men, and you have to know that helping them in this situation is also going to help you. Because by you helping out with your wife and you taking on responsibility, it's going to, one, make her feel so much better and less stressed and be more motivated to do any amount of things like spending time with you, wink, wink. And, you know, you need to be conscious of that because it's not totally on her. But men should definitely not get a free pass in this scenario.
1: Also, dads show their kids what it means to be a man. So... For example, a daughter uses her father as a standard for judging all the other men, and a son uses his father to determine what it is to be a man. So this can kind of go two ways for the daughter, I think. Either a daughter has the best dad ever growing up and searches for that type of man to marry eventually, or the daughter has a not-so-great dad and searches for something completely opposite, or unfortunately sometimes you know they they don't go the opposite way and they end up marrying somebody just like their dad and it repeats the cycle but the hope would be that they realize that that dad wasn't wasn't that gold standard and that they can reach for a different type of husband
0: right and and we understand that all, all people are coming from different places i mean you might be coming from a place where like meg was saying you had A great dad. He was a great role model. He was a great person to look up to. And you would love your husband or are glad your husband is that type of person. But you might have also had a terrible relationship with dad. And with that terrible relationship, it might have affected your relationship with your husband or your future spouse. But you got to understand that there's certain attributes that men have and that you got to know what is a behavior that you're modeling that is appropriate and what is one that is not showing your kids the appropriate way that a man should act. And so the biggest question here is, what are you showing your kids? If it's true that your kids are looking at you for the idea of what a man should be, what are you showing them? What are you modeling for them? What behaviors are you showing them each and every day as they watch even the small and big moments for what a man should be and what a man should look like? Because I don't know about you out there, but that lays heavy on my shoulders daily.
1: Yep, it does. I know that you've said that before. And I think the biggest thing overall on this point is just that is the way you act and behave, how you want your daughter's future husband to be, or how you want your son to show up for his future wife and really take that to heart as you seek to figure out the best way to be a dad to your kids.
0: Amen to that. Yeah. And then the next point we wanted to make is your kids need you more than stuff. And I think you need to hear that again, so I'm going to say it again. Your kids need you, you as a person, and your relationship more than the stuff. I think so often it gets lost that kids crave time with you. They don't simply need you to provide for them with stuff and money. Although, that is nice. It is nice, and it is something that you're responsible for, for providing. But it's not the only thing. Money cannot buy A relationship with your kids.
1: So we have two kids. We have a daughter who's five and a son who's... I almost said four. Weird. Our son is two. (laughs) And the funny thing about them is that they both, even though they're three years apart, they both have the same exact really big need from us. They show it in slightly different ways, but overall, as parents, their biggest need is for us to be physically present with them and our daughter shows that by saying daddy daddy will you play with me will you play barbies with me will you play hide and seek with me whatever the thing is she wants to do she will ask and like her best life is being lived every single time we say yes to those things Um, and I think especially with you brand because you're the daddy so any extra special time with you or when you take her to the store by herself, anything like that means so much more to her than any Barbie you could buy her, even though she does love the Barbies. And then with our son, I think he just wants to physically cuddle. He's not to the playing age as much, but he will absolutely want you to pick him up or cuddle with him or snuggle with him and just watch Mickey or whatever. So I think that the physical need of you is so much more important than just being able to be a provider with your paycheck and you know getting the extra goodies and gifts
0: yeah you're absolutely right you fall into the stereotype where the man is supposed to be the provider so naturally you're like well if I'm doing this thing I've checked this box I've written this check I've paid this thing and so I've done my duty I'm done the kids are happy they have the gift they want they don't need me but you're missing it you're missing it your kids don't need the gift And five years from now, 10 years from now, they're not going to remember the gift. They are going to remember you. They are going to remember the time you're giving them. And is that time that they're remembering you, you clicking on your phone? Or you playing video games? Or you ignoring them so you can work late? It's important to show them a good, strong work ethic. But also it's important to have that relationship with you. And that's something they're going to carry with them long beyond the presence of these material goods.
1: And speaking of long beyond, I just wanted to back it up to my childhood for a sec because you know, my dad worked really hard and I'm so glad that he showed us how to work work in that way, but also my favorite and most memorable moments of my whole entire childhood were our family trips where you know, he was totally totally involved and he planned the trips and and he wanted to go on these places and do these activities with us. And I think that those are just my best memories growing up is just the four of us and my nuclear family being able to go on those trips and do those experiences far more than anything I ever remember getting. I mean, I don't even know that I remember very many gifts growing up specifically, but I do know that our family trips are something that I will treasure forever. And those pictures are like totally priceless to me now today in my thirties.
0: Absolutely. And that's, that's the same for me. I mean, I, as you were talking, I'm trying to remember even one thing, like one present that my dad bought me, one gift that he gave me that I would remember now in my thirties. And I'm struggling to remember any, but when I talk about memories, when I talk about times that we shared, just the two of us and all that stuff, like that is what I remember. That is always going to stick with me. And that's what I want to show our kids, but it doesn't come without effort. It's going to be a little bit of effort. And I'll tell you a story that goes right along with that. So the other night I was running, we live here in North Carolina, so it's been a good 90 degrees Mm -hmm. every day when we're running. And I had gone out for a three mile run. My legs were, my legs were hurting. It was one of those runs where I was just, I was sweating so much. It felt like I had gotten out of a pool I get home and it was one of those times where, and I think you all know this if you've worked out before, but I got home and I literally wanted to kiss the ground in front of our house. I was so excited to be there. Well, in that moment of reflection and exhaustion, my daughter comes running out and says, daddy, daddy, can you go run with me? Well, I'm telling you, I couldn't feel my legs at this point. I was exhausted, but you know what I did? I ran with her. Yeah, it was down to the neighbor's house, six houses away and back. But it made her day. It made her day. And if I would have told her no or that I was too busy, she would have been upset. And she probably would have remembered that much longer than I would have even thought. Because those moments carry on a lot longer than you think. Even the small things carry so much with them. And I guarantee if you think about it at home, as me and Meg are reflecting on it here, those are the things you always remember.
1: And that's the kind of stuff that we hope our kids always remember. And that's the kind of life we're trying to build for them. Yes, they get the Barbies and the trucks and everything occasionally. But more so than that, we want them to remember the fun times we have, like random nights going out for ice cream or the ice cream truck coming by. and And we're saying yes, you know, as a special treat. Those are the kind of moments that we want our kids to remember when they are our age.
0: One of the most important things to remember is your kids are watching you. So you've heard this before, but your kid's mind is like a sponge. They're taking in everything they see and everything that you do.
1: Sometimes a little too scarily.
0: (laughs) Right. Which means, I mean, they're literally observing everything. So they're observing your behavior. They're looking at you to show them what it is to be not only a man, but an adult. What it is to be a father. So what kind of role model are you being for them? Are you showing them that their time is important just as your time is important. Like if you want them to not interrupt you or see that you're working or see that your time's important, even though they're a kid, you need to reciprocate that to them because you're showing them that that's what it's like in the world. So if you want to show them that your time is valuable and teach them that your time is valuable, then you need to value their time as well and give them the time of day rather than spending the time doing a lot of things. Like Megan was saying, it's great. There's nothing wrong with working, showing them how to have a strong work ethic and that going out and attacking the world is how you make a huge difference in the world. That is all wonderful things, but don't let it come into your and over into your relationship with them because when it starts to spill over, Then they don't see work as a positive thing. They see it as a negative thing. And then they associate work as a negative connotation for the rest of their lives because they see that that's not giving the time for your family. And there is a little bit of a balance. It's not going to happen every time and it's not going to happen every day. But there's got to be some kind of balance and it might not be 50-50 depending on the season of your life you're in. But you got to be there and you got to show them because they are watching and they are taking these things to heart.
1: And not only are they watching work, they're also watching how you treat the mom too. You're showing them how a woman should be treated. You're showing them the the ways to and the ways not to interact with their mom. And I think that's super important too to show them, you know, how to how to really play that out and how to live in relationship and and what that should look like on a daily basis.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the forgotten things. I think that the way you're treating your wife, like your kids are seeing. And again, it goes back to, we have a son and a daughter. So it's even more tenfold for us that like, I'm not only showing my son, you know, what it's like to be a dad. I'm showing him what it's like to be a husband. I'm showing him how you should treat women and how to treat women respectfully and not the way that the world would show you how to treat them, which is frankly scary sometimes. And I just want to speak to it too. I mean, clearly me and Megan are talking from a married relationship, but I think this is even more important, or it could be even more important, if maybe you're not together with your spouse anymore, oh, gosh. if you're in a divorce relationship, because I've heard so many horror stories where parents years down the road can't even be in the same room together and they're talking terribly about their spouse and their, or the, the dad or mom to the kids. And it's like the damage that that is doing, like, please be conscious of that. Because again, we're not coming from that place, but I can tell you that that is not doing anyone any favors and it's showing them. It's not showing them what you want to show them about a relationship at all.
1: Right. Even though that relationship is over and, and probably will never be reconciled, it's still not a good place to be in where you're showing that just talk negatively and talk down about people when they're not even there and just continually just berate them and degrade them.
0: The thing you have to think about is what are your kids going to remember? And I personally challenge you to think about what you remember most about your dad or what you remember most about your childhood. Do you remember your relationship and the actions that he took? Or do you remember the things he bought you? Do you remember the small moments where he might've taken you to the store or taking you to ice cream or sat down and had a talk with you to show you that you're just as important and your time is just as important to him? Or do you remember the times where he bought you a toy or whatever the thing is that you wanted at the time.
1: And for those that didn't have a good childhood, you can reflect on that as well and and make that change now today for your kids growing up that you won't be that same kind of father.
0: Yeah, that is so powerful because I think a lot of people use that as an excuse like if they've had a bad childhood or even if they've had a good childhood, they just ride that through and that's like they're using all that stuff and it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a great dad. I can use him as a role model, but I don't do every single thing he did. Like, There's ways that I constantly am trying to be a better father, to be a better husband, and I fail a lot. But that's okay because I'm at least trying. And if you're in a place where some of this stuff has convicted you and you feel like you could be doing a better job, it's never too late. It's really honestly never too late. You could start today and go out and do that because you got to remember that this, it's the small moments those small moments that may seem so insignificant right now so insignificant to you but you never know how important they could be to your kids in the long run and they'll carry that with them for the rest of your lives so you get to take that with you when you're interacting with your kids this week like I said it's Honestly, never too late to do it. So my challenge to you this week is step up. Try some of these things. If you could be doing better, do better. If you're already doing great, challenge yourself to just do a little bit more. I bet they all notice the difference.
1: Happy Father's Day a few days late to all the daddies out there.
0: Absolutely, dads. We love you. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another show of Fools in Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools and Love Podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.